We pick up on Davket Amabet uh, 8b, <coughs> the following uh, with the Mishnah, another one of the Ein Bains, Ein Bain Svarim, let's fill in Umezuzot. There's no difference between uh, books, really read, uh, translated literally as books, but really it means um, uh, the scrolls uh, of, of, of the Torah, uh, and, and also let's fill in in Mezuzot. <coughs> except Ella Shasvarim, uh, Torah scrolls can be written, Nechtavim Becholashon, could be written in any language. However, Tfilinu Mezuzot, Einan Nechtavot, Ella Ashurit. But Tfilin and Mezuzas can only be written in Ashurit. Ashurit is the same. Um, kind of script uh, as we have today in our tefillin and mezuzahs and it's the same kind of script uh, that we normally do uh, uh, have in a, in a Sefer Torah okay but the, uh, the, the Mishnah seems to be saying um, that, uh, that, that a Sefer Torah could be written in another type of language uh, even or even in another script okay so that's uh, as well we will see that uh, in the Gemara uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Kamlau Omer Rabbi Shimon ben Kamlau qualifies uh, the Mishnah he says, Af Svarim, even a Sefer Torah, Lohitiru, Shiktavu, Ella Yevanit. The only language you can write a Sefer Torah in is Greek. Okay, we'll see exactly why uh, that is now. All right, so now the implication, as we've had so many times, uh, it infers from the Mishnah High, Lotovran, Vilegidin, Latamayeti Adam, Zevizel Shavin. However, uh, binding the, the, the same way, uh, a, a Tfilin and a Sefer Torah have to be. Um, sewn together with uh, sinews, okay, and as uh, different parchments, they get sewn together, and and so too uh, with uh, make your hand tame. Uh, that, uh, in other words, as we saw earlier on a few days ago, in our um, that's like a code name for having holiness. Uh, that uh, we saw that a few days ago, <coughs> that uh, uh, that it's both of them are equal. In other words. Um, if you, you didn't want, uh, as we mentioned, I think it was three days ago, uh, that uh, we the the, the the rabbi said that uh, people were keeping their truma uh, together uh, in the ark, let's say with the uh, with, uh, uh, with the sefer Torah, etc., and the mice, uh, because the truma was holy, they didn't want it to get uh, tamay, and then the mice would come and not only eat the truma but also nibble at the scroll. So the rabbi said, listen, actually uh, a scroll, uh, touching a scroll, anything that touches a scroll will make uh, something else tamay. So people removed uh, their trimmer uh, from the ark and, and wouldn't keep it uh, they, they'd keep it somewhere else in the safe in the house all right so so that's the implication from the Mishnah. now uh, what we we do we are going to point out a contradiction uh, Torah uh, scroll can be written in any language however uh, Rimini we have another brighter that says uh, what happens is uh, if you have a um, a verse in the Torah uh, that uh, you wrote in, in Aramaic, okay, Targum is Aramaic, okay, uh, and also a Targum, uh, if it, there is an Aramaic word in the Torah, which we're going to see, uh, like, uh, for example, Yahar um, Seduta with Lavan, uh, he, he calls it, Yaakov calls the place Gal Eid, and Lavan calls it Gal Seduta, so there is uh, Aramaic words in the Torah, if you wrote an Aramaic word in the Torah, if you wrote that in Hebrew, uh, or Katavivri, uh, or you wrote Katavivri. Katavivri uh, is the kind of um, 
a, a script uh, that you find on uh, old coins uh, and and which you know not not particularly recognizable uh, it's a type of it's it's a hebrew script uh, but it's the vernacular hebrew script that was written uh, in those uh, you know thousands of years ago uh, you could, you can even uh, find it today the Korean has a picture uh, in some towns where there there are uh, still uh, kutim uh, you can find this uh, with uh, the kuti uh, community the uh, the samaritan community they they do have uh, these you know road signs the Korean has got a picture of uh, such a road sign uh, in you know it looks pretty much uh, phoenician uh, if you would uh, try to describe that language uh, so, uh, so all of these cases, whether you, if you wrote a Hebrew word in Aramaic, an Aramaic word in Hebrew, uh, or you wrote it in this uh, uh, every script, uh, okay, it does not make your hands impure. In other words, um, it loses its holiness. Okay, you have to write it in the Asherit script, uh, that uh, kind of square uh, script that we have uh, in our own in our Sefer Torahs today, and Tefillin and Mezuzot as well. Al Sefer, you also have to write it on, on a parchment scroll, proper types of ink uh, as well. All right, we'll I think we'll even talk about the ink a little bit later in on, in our Masechet as well. All right, so. That seems to uh, go flat against our mission. It says that uh, uh, you know Torah scrolls can be written in any language in our mission. Yeah, it seems to be only in Asherit on parchment uh, with ink. Okay, so let's uh, uh, you know uh, dis- uh, we have to uh, discuss that. Uh, and now we're going to get five different tries uh, at that. The first one, Amarava, a law kasha. Rava says I can reconcile it. There's no problem with it. it says Kan Gufan Shelanu that. Uh, um, here we are talking about, uh, the Mishnah is talking about a Sefer Torah uh, written in another language, okay, uh, but it's written with Hebrew letters. Uh, you do find this sometimes uh, if you are reading uh, Yiddish, is often written uh, in, um, in, in, in Hebrew letters. So you read it, but you're not reading Hebrew, you're reading Yiddish. Uh, so, so the same type of thing. If you would uh, write, uh, for example, uh, you know, in the beginning, so you write in, Ein Yud Nun, you know, in, uh, you would say that that was in. I don't know how exactly you'd write that, but anyway, you would, uh, you would, you would write uh, that. So, but that, uh, that that's written in another language. It's still written in Hebrew script. Uh, it says Kan Bukvan Shurahen, but um, the writer said um, if you would write a, a, a Sefer Torah in English, uh, a, you know, plain English, uh, then you wouldn't, uh, th- that, would, that would have no holiness whatsoever. That, that's Rava's answer. Amalai Abai, Abai says, listen, uh, I don't agree with that. Bama'a Kimta, Lahi, how did you establish this uh, Brata? Bugufan uh, it's talking about, you know, written in another language altogether. Ma'ira, Mikra Shkato, Targum, Vatakrum Shkato Mikra, Was Dafka, then did it say, a Hebrew word written in Aramaic, an Aramaic word uh, written in Hebrew. Uh, it says, Afinu Mikra Shkato, Mikra Tagrum Shkato Tagrum Nami. You know, surely, you know, even um, verse, Hebrew uh, verse that you wrote, uh, you know, in in, uh, in in biblical Hebrew and, and one that is in Aramaic, that you wrote in Aramaic, uh, that, you know, that, that also uh, wouldn't work, okay, because it seems, Ha'akatani, Ayatshikato, Asherit, Alasefer, Bidio, so that would also not work. Uh, because at the end of the writer it says <coughs> only it's Asherit, uh, you know, on, on, on the scroll with the ink. Okay, so it, uh, you know, why would you say you know th- that that it wouldn't work? It's, it uh, that uh, seems to contradict uh, that. So therefore, um, 
Abaya says, uh, I'm going to give another answer. Ella, lo kasha. Another answer is, hi, uh, Rabbanan, hi, Rabban Shimon ben Kamdel. Uh, this is, one is the rabbis who said that uh, you could write, um, the, the Mishnah says you can write uh, Torah scrolls in any language. And Rabban Shimon ben Kamdel is uh, like the writer uh, who he allowed um, writing in another language. Okay, uh, and uh, similar. No, uh, he said that it's Shimon ben Kamdel, so he said it has to be. Uh, Asherit, but then that leads to the immediate contradiction. Uh, what about he said? It's not that you have to write everything in Hebrew. He allowed uh, writing in Greek as well. He said you are allowed to write in other languages except Greek. Okay, so therefore we try again to try. So then, what do we have to say in our Mishnah? Mishnah says uh, it, it, uh, the Mishnah is talking about uh, Sifrei Torah. Sifrei Torah uh, could be written in any language, uh, but the Brite is only talking about uh, limiting it to Tefillin and Mezuzot. Okay, and that is the difference um, uh, over there. So Tefillin and Mezuzot can only be written in Asherit on a, on, uh, uh, on 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 parchment with dye. Uh, but a Sefer Torah, you've got more flexibility uh, with it. The Gemara says, uh, but Tefillin and Mezuzot, my timer. What is the reason with Tefillin and Mezuzot? Because the Pasuk in, in the Shema says, It means uh, they have to be exactly as, as they are. Uh, in other words, you've got no uh, ability to change them. Uh, you know, but the question is if it's talking about Tefillin and Mezuzot, there's no Aramaic in the Tefillin and Mezuzot, although the, the Pnei Yoshua does raise, uh, by the way, that uh, the word totafot uh, Rashi brings uh, in you know when it talks about totafot and le totafot uh, etc the word totafot over there uh, does refer it could be uh, Rashi says that it's Aramaic uh, no not Aramaic African actually so there are other languages maybe that uh, would um, would uh, would be considered uh, you know part of the Tefillin Mezuzot but really there's no Aramaic definitely in Tefillin Mezuzot so therefore. Bishlam uh, Torah, you can understand the Torah where it says Ika Gaal Saduta, as we mentioned, Yigar Saduta, as we mentioned with with Lavan, Yigar Saduta was talking about Gal Aid, okay, Ella, you know the mountain of testimony, uh, it says, but Ella Hacha, but in Tefillin Mezuzot, Ma'atarakum Ika, there's no uh, Aramaic in the Tefillin and Mezuzot, okay, so therefore that's the third answer uh, that we that we don't accept. Ella Lokasha, we try again can uh, so all of a sudden instead of saying it's a safer Torah we then say it's a Megillah uh, the Megillah has to be written um uh, in so sorry, the Brata is talking about uh, the Megillah. It has to be written uh, in you know on uh, with uh, the proper script uh, in uh, on a parchment etc. Uh, but can besif svarim. But the rest of the Torah you you could write it in other languages. Okay, Megillah Matama. What is the reason uh, that you have to write uh, the Megillah in Hebrew? Dictiv ba kichtavan kilshonam. It has to be written according to the writing and according to the language. In other words, seemingly without any change at all. Uh, you know, Mikra Ika, uh, surely uh, the uh, the Gemara then asks, you know, what is the Targum, what is the Aramaic in the Megillah? Surely it's just Hebrew. Um, 
So uh, we we said, you know, Amar Rav Papa. Rav Papa says no, there is Aramaic in the Megillah. Vnishma Pit Gama Melech. It says the the king's decree uh, was publicized. Okay, so Pit Gam uh, is an Aramaic word. Uh, okay, so so that's it. And uh, Rav Nachman he gives another answer. All the women will give uh, honor to the uh, you know to be if Hebrew you would have written Kavod Labalem Yakar is the Aramaic word for covered okay for honor all right so so there there is uh, if you would write it uh, as covered instead of your car uh, you would uh, mess everything up uh, you tra- would mistranslate it uh, Ravashi, Ravashi gives a, a fifth answer Kitanya uh, uh, what are we talking about here uh, that is uh, the rest of the books uh, of the Bible up until now we've said scrolls and we've we've assumed that it means Torah scrolls but really what it is it could be that we're talking here about other books of the Bible. Uh, Rabbi Huda, and this goes like uh, Rabbi Huda, uh, and it says, Tatanya, Tfilin and Mezuzot, Ainiktivim, Ela Asherit. The Tfilin and Mezuzas can only be written in Asherit script. Okay, Rabbatainu, Hitiru, Yivanit. The rabbis allowed Greek. Okay, uh, the Gomorrah says, Vakativ Vayu, uh, what do the rabbis do with that Pasuk that we had, Vayu, which means they have to be exactly as they are, uh, with, with Tvilin and Mezuzot, you shouldn't change things. Ela Eima, uh, so therefore, uh, what do we have to do? We have to change it. We say, Svarim Nechtavim Bechol Ashon. No, Torah scrolls could be written in any language. Rabbeteinu Hitiru Yivanit, the rabbis allowed Yivanit. Um, so, uh, so, so the the the, the Gemara challenger says, "Itiru, what do you mean the rabbis allowed it uh, to to be written uh, in any uh, you know le, um, uh, the rabbis allowed it to be written in Greek? Uh, the implication is Miklal the Tanakama Asur, right? Uh, you know the Tanakama uh, wouldn't allow to uh, wouldn't it wouldn't be allowed to be written in Greek? We would just finish saying uh, that anything uh, the Torah." scroll can be written in any language okay so therefore the answer is uh, we reject this and as well we say so maybe there's even a sixth answer so that's it. Uh, the only allowed to be written in greek uh and Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, "Af sheituru Rabbanu Yivanit lo ituru ela b'sefer Torah." And Rav Yehuda says, even when the rabbis allowed Greek, they only said that uh, the, the only language you could do it in uh, is for a Torah scroll, but not other things uh, of uh, other books uh, of uh, of uh, the the Tanakh, which could only be written in Hebrew. And the reason uh, that it actually uh, works out that way. Mishum Maaseh de Talmiyamelech, because of the famous incident of King Talma, but uh, Ptolemy uh, the king, uh, it's uh, and because he de uh, Tanya, uh, and it says Maaseh, uh, we had an incident with Talmiyamelech with King Ptolemy. She kenes shivim ushnaim zakenim. He took these seventy-two uh, zakenim. It was probably a uh, you know the, the Sanhedrin and maybe one other person uh, as well and uh, and uh, and what he did was uh, he he put them together vechnisum shumishnam batim and he put them in seventy two houses lahem alma kinsam and he never told them what he was taking them for okay and he went to each one of them and he said lahem and he said to him uh, write for me the Torah of Moshe 
Moshe, your Rebbe. Okay, Venatana Kodesh Baruch Hu. Right, so they had to translate the Torah into Greek. Uh, and Venatana Kodesh Baruch Hu, and Hashem put into their minds. Belayv call Echad Vechad, the heart of everyone. Eitza, uh, the same kind of uh, wisdom and uh, and understanding. And it says, Iskimu Kulan Echad. And they all had, uh, through this divine inspiration uh, that they wrote, certain problematic uh, passages, as we're going to see, Passages that uh, could have been misunderstood. Uh, they all wrote them and they made the, the slight adjustments uh, to make them less objectionable, uh, as it were. All right, and this is uh, uh, the the the. Uh, the uh, Mishnah Bura actually brings down uh, this is uh, one of the reasons that we do fast uh, on uh, part of the 10th of Tevet. This was uh, on the 8th of Tevet. This, uh, this was done. The translation was done. It was considered to be a tragedy because uh, you lose, once you translate something from the original Hebrew uh, and, and you write it down, it loses. Uh, the, you, know, you can never get an exact translation of, uh, of Hebrew. Uh, Hebrew uh, has got a unique uh, status and, and it, it, it contains uh, multiple levels of depth and meaning, etc. And when you write it in another language, you're actually choosing a specific uh, meaning to it. And you are uh, essentially fixing just one meaning uh, to that to that uh, understanding of, uh, of the passage. And, and, and therefore, it's a tremendous tragedy. You're limiting uh, the Torah very much if you go and translate it. All right, so uh, that is why, you know, one of the reasons that we fast on the 10th of Tevet because this thing happened on the 8th of Tevet. All right, so now, um, the Katvu law, uh, for example, one of the things I think we're going to get, uh, you know, around 10 uh, of these different uh, understanding, uh, uh, different uh, changes that they made. Katvu law, Elohim bara Brashit. Instead of Brashit bara Elohim, uh, you could have read that as in the beginning, Brashit, uh, something, an entity called Bereshit, uh, uh, created Hashem. Okay, and what did it do? It says, uh, God created in the beginning. Okay, um, and, and that's what we do. In other words, that, uh, you know, we just, they said, God created in the beginning. Uh, that, that makes... Um, that makes perfect logical sense. You can't raise a contradiction against that. Okay, second one. Say Adam but kudmut. Right. Instead of na Adam but kudmutenu. Right. Let us make man in our image. Okay. Uh, it says uh, let us make man. Uh, it's, it, instead of I shall make man in image and in likeness. Okay. So you, they they made it singular uh, so that there's no um, uh, you know refutation. Say what is na as if there's uh, Shem needed a partner, uh, as it were, or, or some kind of other power uh, besides Hashem. Uh, <clears throat> we understand that, you know, why Rashi brings famous line in the uh, uh, Adam, you know, Hashem uh, showed the ability of, uh, of humility and says, listen, he consulted with the angels, even though he didn't need uh, the angels to show that uh, even if one person is incredibly great and uh, the people surrounding uh, him are, are like nothing, you should still consult them uh, before making a decision. Okay, uh, that is that. Ve'echal b'yom ha'shishi ve'yishbor b'yom ha'shvi. Okay, we, 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 normally we say ve'echal uh, b'yom ha'shvi, you know, and Vaishbot, Biyom Ashvi as well. Uh, it says that, like Hashem, instead of writing on the seventh day, Hashem uh, finished everything, uh, which means that uh, you might think that Hashem actually finished uh, the work exactly on Shabbat, because uh, we know Hashem knows his times precisely. Rashi also in Chumash uh, brings that Hashem knows exactly uh, to us. It looks like, uh, you know, it's, it could have just finished as the seventh day started, but Hashem finished before. Hashem knows everything, and Hashem can calculate his times exactly. 
but to the human eye, it looked like, you know, it was just finishing on the 7th. Um, and that's it. So therefore, uh, to exclude that possibility, they said Hashem finished his work on the 6th, and then he rested on the 7th. Okay, Zachar and Nekava Bar'o. Okay, in singular, he created male and uh, female, uh, etc. Uh, and uh, they didn't, uh, you know, write male and female, he created them uh, to say that, as you know, Hashem created man, which is one person, you know, so they, they uh, seem to say uh, that, uh, you know, if it was uh, or, or time, many, it could have been many people as well. But it doesn't write Bar'am in the plural form. Okay, uh, the next one, Svatam. Hashem said, instead of uh, I will go down in plural, um, uh, which he says about the Tower of Babel, uh, let us go down and confuse their language. And he says, let uh, let me go down and I will confuse their language. Okay, also written in singular uh, to to avoid any uh, confusion that Hashem needs help uh, as well. Titzkak Sarah Bekrovet Instead of written Titzkak Sarah Bekrova, Sarah laughed inside of her. Uh, and uh, and she got taken to task for that. Um, they wrote, uh, Sarah laughed uh, with her friends, and that's why she got taken to task, because otherwise the question would have been, uh, it's, why did Hashem criticize Sarah for laughing? Surely Avram uh, laughed as well uh, when he um, uh, when he heard, uh, and and it's uh, you know uh, uh, you know the Hebrew uh, uses different words uh, for laugh, laughter. You know, Adam's uh, you know sorry, Avram's was a different type of laughter. Avram laughed out of uh, out of happiness uh, almost. That was going to happen, and it seems that Sarah almost laughed out of disbelief. Okay, and that's it. So that was the difference. But uh, uh, in in terms of the um, the understanding of uh, of its plain simple understanding, uh, that's why it, it changed it to be cruel. She laughed amongst her relatives, those that were close to her. Similarly, kapam hargu shor bertonam akru ish akru avus. Right. Really, what um, um, uh, what what they. What I meant to say, Kepam Hagru Ish, Vratam Akru Shor, it says they changed that to in the anger they, they slew a person, they kill, killed a person, and then they, they maimed an ox, okay, um, uh, they uprooted an ox, okay, they changed it to uh, in the anger they killed this ox, uh, and uh, in the, you know, with, uh, uh, with their will uh, they uprooted uh, uh, this uh, a trough, okay, because uh, otherwise you would say, listen, uh, Yaakov's sons, uh, you know, or, Le- or Shimon and and Levi were murderers. Okay, that's uh, that's it. So that's not great, Yichas. Uh, and similarly, Vikach Moshe et Ishto vet Panav in Parshat Shmot, which says Moshe took his wife and his sons and put them on a donkey. Uh, it says Virkavem al Nosei Ben Adam on a carrier uh, of of man, right? A carrier of people. Okay, which talks about uh, you know it could have been a horse or a camel. They didn't want to say like Moshe, uh, the greatest uh, you know leader that we ever had. Uh, when I was riding on a, on a lowly donkey, or maybe even walking beside a lowly donkey, surely you could have uh, um, taken them, you know, to, to redeem the people. Uh, you should have gone there quicker. Uh, you should have gone on a more respectable animal, etc. Different understandings over there. 
Okay, that's the Gaon Yaakov, and uh, you know, and that's it, that's it. All right, and the, and the Gal Naul. Okay, all right, and similarly, Moshe uh, Avnei Israel, Asher Yisru Mitzrayim, Ushaarat Sot. It says, and at the time that the the Jewish people uh, lived in Eretz Israel, because it says they they lived in Egypt was four hundred thirty years, uh, Pasuk in Bo. Uh, they didn't live in Egypt that long, so therefore it says uh, the 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 time that Bnei Israel lived Yashru uh, B'Mitzrayim in Egypt, and they added in Ushaarat Sot. Uh, in other land, lands as well, uh, they wrote was 400 years, uh, and that's it. So they actually also cut it down from uh, 430, because the pasuk says 430 years, uh, and we the, we have a tradition that the extra 30 years uh, was from the time of of, of Avram's vision at Brit Benabitarim, and only 30 years later uh, Yitzhak was actually born. So that from time Yitzhak was born was 400 years, uh, and uh, you know the actual time in Egypt was only 210. Okay, so they wrote uh, the time was only 400 years. That's one change. And also the other one uh, was that it was in uh, Egypt and other lands uh, that they uh, were uh, displaced, uh, they, they um they lived in. Okay, Vishlach Eta Zaute Bnei Israel. It says they uh, he sent instead of Nare Bnei Israel talking about uh, the, uh, the the service on Har Sinai, uh, where it talks about again in the end of Mishpatim, it talks about uh, sacrificing and, and dividing the blood between different bowls, and it it says the Nare Bnei Israel, the young people of Bnei Israel, and and they change it to Zazute, uh, the the selected people of of Israel, which could mean uh, young people as well, but it also could mean um, uh, the the nobles, right? So the the <coughs> selected uh, people. Otherwise, the the uh, they would say, why are you sending for such an important thing? You're just sending uh, some uh, young person to do it. That's not uh, for such an important service. You send the young people. Val zute bnei Israel lo shalach yado, and also for instead it's later as well, uh, where it says a few verses later uh, that uh, against the selected people, uh, the nobles of the children of Israel, he didn't put his hand, uh, and you know, and and that it it should have said. Uh, um, uh, it does that. It also talks about the um, the s- selected people as well. All right, so it's somewhere kind of in between. And he says uh, uh, that's it. And uh, um, and the, the pasuk actually says, and, and when when Hashem is talking about the the greatest, the nobles of the people here, change the, the, this intermediate uh, people so as not to cause any confusion. Uh, similarly, uh, when Moshe complains uh, against Korach, and, and not, it says, listen, law chemerechad b'hem nasati. I didn't take one donkey uh, from them. Uh, they said, listen, I haven't taken any uh, valuable item from them. If you would have said, uh, I haven't taken a donkey from them, uh, he's, they would have said, oh, but you took other things from them. Maybe you didn't take a donkey, but you would have, would have taken other things. So therefore, t- I haven't taken one valuable thing uh, from them. Okay. Asher chalak, Hashem elokech otam, la'ir. Okay, so it says Hashem, it, it, when it says Hashem, Gave the the, the the you know the sun and the moon. It says he's uh, you know given it over uh, to the non-Jews, and meaning that the non-Jews uh, you know could end up serving them. Uh, but if you but if you just read it and said Hashem gave it to them to serve, you know to the chalak lehem, he distributed it to them. Uh, means it could have mean that they they think ah oh, yeah we are allowed to serve uh, these uh, 
the sun and the moon. And that's not true. Okay. Uh, it says, La'ir, L'chol Amim. So he added in La'ir uh, to enlighten them. He gave them the sun and the moon to enlighten uh, them uh, for the, all the nations. Okay. So that the, the, the nations don't say that we can serve them. Uh, again, V'yalech V'avod, Elohim Acherim, Asher Lo Tzaviti, Lo Ovdam. You've gone and served other gods and worshipped them. Uh, it says, which I haven't commanded. Um, it says, because uh, uh, the, no, the Pasuk really actually doesn't have law of dam. It's uh, that you would you would read it for Elohim Acherim. You would go and serve other gods as Shir Lord Saviti that I didn't command. Uh, we understand that as we didn't command them to serve them. But it says like, or you could read it uh, mistaken. Yes, you can go serve um, other gods which which I didn't command. Uh, you know, in other words, they came into being by themselves. In other words, it would also lead to the heretical understanding that there are um, two, you know, there are other sources of power uh, besides Hashem. So Hashem adds in, uh, they added in law of Dham to serve them. Okay. And uh, uh, the, the last one uh, that we have, Kativ, law one of the non-kosher animals, uh, they said the short-legged uh, animal. Okay. And uh, it really is referring to uh, hair, Okay, and it says, uh, They never wrote the hair. Uh, why? Her name was Arnevet. Okay, and um, they thought, you know, if they would have written Arnevet, um, you know, Shaloh Yomar, he would have said, he showed that you shouldn't say, uh, The Jews are mocking me. Uh, over there it says, and Put my name, uh, my wife's name is one of the non kosher animals in the Torah, you know, so that it shows, uh, you know, that shows. Uh, the the you know shows me what the Jewish people are thinking about me that could have caused persecution. Okay, uh, as we, we mentioned, you know, so all of them uh, had this uh, divine inspiration and, uh, and and changed it so as to avoid um, you know further uh, persecution and and bad uh, things happening to the Jewish people. All right, <coughs> and um, uh, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. So now we go back to our Mishnah uh, for a bit, and we say Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Omer Af Besvarim Lo Etiru Shiktavu Ela Yevanit. He says, uh, no, with, with the Sefer Torah, you could only be written in Greek. Amar Avabah, Amar Avyochanan, Rabbah, says the name of Avyochanan, Halacha Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. Amar lo Rabbi Yochanan, the Halacha goes, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, you can write a Sefer Torah in Greek. And Rabbi Yochanan says, my timer, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Yochanan says, what is the reason uh, of Rashbag? Uh, why could you do it? Amar Krah, because the Pasuk gives you a license to do that. Yafet, Elohim li Yafet, Vishkon ba'oel Hashem. Hashem should make Yafet large, and he should dwell in the twen- tents of shame. In other words, uh, we, um, we, you know, Devarav shall Yafet hayub oel Hashem. The words of Yafet uh, must should be in the tents of shame. So you could even write the Sefer Torah in Greek. Okay, and that's uh, that's what you think. Um, Gomer or Magog, maybe you could even write it, the languages of Gomer and Magog, uh, they could also be, uh, they also came out of Yafet. Amar Ba'aba, he says, Hanu, Tama, the reason is, Diktiv, Yafet Elim, Yafet, Dafka, Hashem should uh, enlarge Yafet and and Yafet and Yafet are similar, okay, and uh, and it says, Yofi, uh, Yofi, uh, Yofi Ato, Shal Yafet, the beauty of Yafet, Yay, Bo'el Hashem. 
only the beauty of of the one language of uh, uh, of the beauty of of the Greek language uh, should uh, should be in in the Sefer Torah. Okay, obviously Alachad Amase, uh, we don't have uh, this. You know, not allowed to to do that uh, today. You're not uh, in the theory. It's you would be allowed to. Um, to write it in Greek, so it, we, we actually would hold this way, uh, says the Rambam. Uh, but uh, the, today, the modern Greek language is not the Greek in the Gomorrah. Uh, the, the Greek, if we would write a Torah scroll in Greek today, it would not uh, be the uh, um, have the same holiness as uh, it wouldn't have a, a, the holiness of a Sefer Torah. Okay, but it's fascinating that uh, we bring that uh, we would bring that down. Okay. Now moving on, we say Ain Bain Kohen Mashiach Bashemina Mishka Lamurube Bagadim Ella Par Haba Akolomitot. we have a, uh, the the two ways that a person could become a Kohen Gadol. Uh, when there was the anointing oil, uh, as we saw in the the, the Gomorrah in in Shkalim and Yuma, uh, there was anointing oil that was eventually hidden away. Um, uh, and at the time of the uh, towards the end of the first uh, Beit Hamikdash, it was hidden away. And uh, uh, the, the, what happens is, to become a Kohen Gadol, you put on the eight uh, items of clothing of the Kohen Gadol. So the Mishnah mentions there's no difference between a, 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 a Kohen that is anointed with the uh, um, uh, the special anointing oil, um, the Shemina Mishka, uh, or to, to one that is just adds on uh, the clothes. In other words, he. Um, wears uh, the four extra clothes the four, a normal coin wears four and a, and a coin guard wears eight uh, it says there's no difference uh, para, the, 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 uh, the bull that comes for all the mitzvot really normally this refers to what's known as a para elim davar, uh, something that Sanhedrin does but obviously in this context uh, it refers to the uh, uh, if a kohen uh, makes a make a mistake he uh, he um, and he uh, by by issuing uh, a ruling on something and he follows uh, that halachic ruling and it's something that actually uh, would have uh, um, uh, you know he'd be, he'd be liable to carry it for so instead of uh, bringing a khatat uh, offering a normal khatat offering he has to bring a bull uh, that's it uh, for, for, for that and that's only because uh, the Pasuk says uh, right? Mashiach means uh, that he has been anointed so Merubah uh, but would not bring uh, that uh, if you just had many clothes on the extra clothes you just uh, assumed uh, his Kohen Gadolship uh, by putting on the extra clothes he would not bring that specific offering alright and Ein Bain Kohen Meshamesh Le Kohen Shavar the difference between a, a Kohen Gadol that was currently serving uh, as opposed to one uh, that, uh, um, uh, that that just served for a, a, a short period of time while the other one was incapacitated uh, while it was unable to uh, you know, do the service. For example, he was tame. Uh, something happened uh, that he became tame, so he was disqualified uh, for the day. So another Kohen Garo comes and steps in. There's no difference between the two. Ela par Yom Kippurim Vasiriteifa, except for uh, the um, Yom Kippurim, uh, the the bull that comes from. On Yom Kippur, and also uh, the 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 Asiri uh, the 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 tenth of an uh, that was the kind of pancake offering that was uh, brought uh, every day. So that's only brought by the active Kohen uh, Gadol, not one uh, that had previously served. But they maintain their holiness. All right. So the Gemara picks up. Sorry, in terms of uh, the 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 um. 
a, a Merubim Magadim, uh, the one that is uh, uh, both the Kohen Gadol uh, that was the, uh, anointed with oil, as well as one that has assumed his role by adding on the clothes. It says, Hal Inan Paravium Kapurim, but uh, both those Kohen Gadols uh, go and they serve normally. Uh, they, they both bring a bull on Yom, the, on, on Yom Kippur, okay, uh, and, uh, the, you know, and confess over it, etc., as well as they, they both bring daily offerings. doesn't make a difference to their status. They still can function 100%. Uh, we said the only difference was that para, you know, that, that special par that they brought uh, on, uh, you know, for, the, for, for some mistake that they made. Uh, but, but normally, uh, that wouldn't be uh, the case. Okay, the normal offerings they'd be allowed to do. The Gemara says, Madnitin, Kulok Rabbi Meir, our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Meir. Okay, why not? Di Rabbi Meir, Haitania, we have a brighter that teaches follows. Marubi Begadim, maybe para habar kolamitzvot, div Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir's opinion, he says that even if you just uh, put on the extra clothes, uh, you still have the you have the, the, the full ability to serve, including uh, that, that, that special bull uh, for that mistaken uh, behavior that uh, the Kohen Gadol brings. He says you still bring a para olamitzvot uh, on all the mitzvot, even uh, if it's uh, on, on, on that thing. So, the answer, the kachamim, omrim, no, enomivi. The rabbis say, no, uh, you don't bring it. Uh, it says, my time at Rebbe Meir. What is the reason of Rebbe Meir? Uh, it says, the Tanya, Mashiach. Uh, it says, if, if, if the anointed priest should sin, that's the, that's it's a Mashiach, so it's, surely it's anointed. Any ella, Mashiach, Mashiach, and Amishka. Surely that's only anointed with anointing oil. Merubim, uh, Academy 9. How do you know uh, that is, uh, if he uh, just uh, wears the clothes, why does he do it? The Tamaloma, Hamishka, right? Hamashiach, right? Hamashiach means the anointed. Uh, so we add, have the extra hay to include, uh, uh, you know, the, the Kohen that just uh, wears the clothes as well. That is Rebbe Meir's opinion. Uh, so that is that. Bama Kimta. So how do we uh, establish the Mishnah? Lo Rebbe Meir. So if you say a mission doesn't go like Rebbe Meir because the Brata contradicts it, a mission is not like Rebbe Meir. If so, however, then there's a problem. Aimasefa. But the last part of the uh, the Mishnah it says Ein Bain Kohen Mashiach. Meshamesh, Lukwain Shavar, Ella Par Yoshulukum Pikurim, Vium Vasri Tefa. Okay, there's no difference between a, 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 a coin serving presently uh, as, as opposed to a coin that served uh, you know, at, at a time in the past, uh, but then you know, just on a temporary basis. Um, but is now not uh, serving, uh, except for uh, the Yom Kippur offering uh, that he brings the bull on Yom Kippur. Only the the current Kohen Gadol uh, brings that, and also the Asiritayfa, the daily offering, is only brought by the current Kohen Gadol. Okay, Vahalo uh, called Ivrahim, but for all other matters, Zevajer Shavin, all of them are, are equal, so they 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 function uh, the same. However, if you have this understanding, so now we have come to the opinion of Rabbi Meir. How do you know the as we have a brighter, Arabo Psol Umino Koen Acher Tachtav, and the Rebbe Meir says, if you have. Um, uh, once uh, something happens, uh, something Koen gets disqualified. Something happens to him, uh, for example. Uh, tumor or something like that, uh, then uh, we, we say if, if, if the Kohen Gadol uh, gets some form of tumor and has to get replaced, uh, it says um, uh, he has, uh, uh, and then points another Kohen, uh, another Kohen in his place, Rishon Choser Lavodato, the first one, the original one, uh, comes back. Okay, he, the, 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 as, as soon as he becomes pure again, for example, he comes back and he goes back. 
back to the um, uh, to his service. Shani kol mitzvot kuna gadol alav, and the second person, uh, all the mitzvot of the kohen gadol uh, are upon him. Okay, div Rebbe Meir. So that's what Rebbe Meir says. So as we said, there's no real difference uh, between the two of them, except for that one thing. So here we have in the second uh, part of the mission, we have a brighter like Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Yosimah, no, Rishon Kosei Alavot at all. Shaini Eino Ru'oi, Lo Lukwain Gadol, V'lo Lukwain Hedjot. Rebbe Yossi, just finishing off on this, um, says the first one goes back uh, to, to his normal service. Okay, and the second one is kind of in no man's land. He can't serve as a Kohen Gadol, and he also can't serve as a normal Kohen. Uh, and Rabbi Yossi, to explain him, uh, this, you know, he says, and, and the reason, uh, it says, I'm Rabbi Yossi, he just backs it up. It was a story, Master Rabbi Yosef Barilam, a person called Rabbi Yosef Barilam, Mitzipori from Tipori, She'era Bo Psol, the Kohen Gadol, that this, the Kohen Gadol, something happened to the Kohen Gadol, and it says, Umineo Tachtav, and they appointed him uh, in his place. Uba Master Vna Chamim, and then the, 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 uh, this, the, the incident came in front of the rabbis, and the rabbi said, Rishon Kozel Avarato, the first Kohen goes back to his original service, Shani, Ainrui, Lolo Kohen Gadol, Velo Kohen Hedjot. He's kind of in this no man's land, he's not a Kohen Gadol, uh, but he's also not a Kohen Hedjot. Uh, why? Kohen Gadol, Mishum Eva. He can't go serve as another Kohen Gadol because uh, we saw this in the beginning of Masechet um, as well, uh, because of Eva, because of hatred, uh, enmity, right? Uh, it's going to cause a fight uh, between. The Kohen the Kohenim Gadolim are going to look at each other and say, "Listen, are you better than me? You know, I'm better than you, etc. You know what? Uh, it's going to cause uh, rivalry and hatred and enmity." Kohen uh, Hedjot, but also on the other hand, you can't go be go back and be a normal Kohen uh, now as well. Mishum Malin Bekodesh for Meridin. Once you've gone up in holiness, you can't go down. So he's kind of stuck in no man's land. Uh, you know, so so that's it. Anyway, uh, our, our point now is not really to discuss uh, how this Kohen. Uh, Functions uh, exactly. We don't decide uh, right here exactly what we what we do or what we don't do, uh, etc. And uh, you know that's uh, so. Um, but we do see uh, the the contradiction is uh, the first part of the Mishnah uh, we said does not go like Rabbi Meir because uh, we said uh, Rabbi Meir says that we by use of the extra word hey uh, he says Hamashiach uh, that implies that uh, you the the Kohen Gadol uh, even if it's Maruma Bagadim uh, more clothes you just put on the extra clothes can uh, give the par uh, for the par for his special sin. So we say the first part is not like, our mission is not like Rabbi Meir. But then when we get to the second part of our mission, we say it does go like Rabbi Meir because it says there's no difference uh, between uh, a, a Kohen that served on a, on a permanent basis and one to serve on a temporary basis, uh, except you know, except for the uh, the power of Yom Kippurim and the Asiri uh, Tefah. But uh, for all other matters, they're equal. So that uh, the second part goes like Rabbi Meir. So how do you reconcile that? And, and that's what we just say. Um, and that's the question. How could the first part of the Mishnah go like the rabbis and the second part go like Rabbi Meir? So Amar Rav Kista, Rav Kista says, uh, no, in, yeah, that is the truth. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Normally we don't like to say that Mishnahs are uh, different, different uh, uh, speakers in different parts of the Mishnahs, but yeah, uh, we do have that situation uh, that they are uh, different. Okay, uh, the first part is the rabbis, second part is Rabbi Meir. 
Rabbi Yosef Amar, Rabbi Yosef says, actually, uh, Rebbe, he, the whole Mishnah goes like Rebbe, has got one authorship, I, Rebbe, himself, Nasiv Ba, Aleva de Tanai. And Rebbe himself chooses different opinions. The first part of the Mishnah, he holds like the Rabbis, and the second part of the Mishnah, he holds like uh, Rebbe Meir. Okay. Uh, we get on to our second last Ein Bain over here. Uh, Ein Bain Bama Gadola, the Bama Katana. Okay, there's no difference between a major uh, altar, okay, a Bama, uh, okay, to a minor one. Okay, so there are certain times in history, uh, Nov, Givon, uh, Gilgal, etc., you know, and, uh, and, and, and times like that. There, there were times where before there was a Mishkan uh, set up uh, on, on a permanent basis, uh, you could offer sacrifices uh, uh, outside, you know, the, 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 even, and even when, um, you know, and, and when Shiloh was destroyed uh, as well, uh, there were certain times where you were able to offer at a communal Bama, and also you were also able to uh, have a katana, uh, a, 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 an altar in your own backyard, okay, a personal altar. Uh, it says the difference between the two of them, uh, the difference between the two of them is that a Pesach offering. Uh, you can't sacrifice a Pesach offering in your backyard altar. You'd have to bring it to the communal uh, Bama Gadola. Okay, as they are clear, there's a general rule. Call Shahu, Nidav and Nidav, Karav Bama. Anything that is um, uh, uh, vowed or, or contributed, we said the difference between those two yesterday, uh, start of yesterday's Dav. Um, what you know, take it upon yourself, or we say that uh, it's uh, specified to the particular animal. Uh, you could bring on a bama. Of course, I know Anything that's not voluntary, i.e., obligatory, You can't uh, bring it on a, a backyard altar. You'd have to bring it to the communal altar. So the Gemara says, Psachim uh, uh, The Gemara uh, uh, says is only Psachim that we're talking about here. The difference between the two of them, Ama, you know, surely uh, there are other things as well. Uh, it says, you know, we said anything that is vowed, uh, you know, which is a kind of a voluntary thing, uh, as opposed to something which is obligatory. Surely, what about other obligatory offerings? The Gemara says, yes, you're right. Ama kain Psachim. No, like Psachim. In other words, you have to bring a, an offering on a specific time, on a specific day. Uh, that can't be brought on a private altar, uh, backyard altar. It has to be brought at the communal altar. Okay, and the Gemara says, money. Who does our Mishnah go like? And we say, Rabbi Shimon. He it goes like Rabbi Shimon to Tanya. As we have a brighter, uh, Rabbi Shimon or Rabbi Shimon says, Af Tzibur, even a Tzibur law hekrivu ela p'sachim v'chovot shekavu alehemzman. On you know the public uh, um, altar uh, was. Um, uh, you know, the only sacrifice Pesachim as well as uh, other uh, um, obligatory offerings uh, that have fixed times uh, to them, like like common offerings. Aval chovot zman. But but other things that you have to bring up. Uh, for example, you did a sin offering, uh, etc. Uh, that it says uh, you know that you you have to bring up uh, that hasn't got a fixed time. Hacha uh, Not even on a, um, a, a, a the major bama, and definitely not on a small bama, a backyard bama. You can't offer all of them. Either of them. The only place you have to bring them is to the temple itself or the Mishkan, whatever it happens to be. Because once the temple came into being, uh, Bamot were forbidden forever. That's a discussion at the end of Zvachim. Okay, uh, we'll leave it there and we'll uh, pick up with the last um, uh, Ein Bain tomorrow uh, and, uh, and and then carry on uh, with, a, with, a, with a long discussion uh, over a number of different Dapim uh, all the way through until the end of the Peric. 
uh, with an extensive discussion of the various psukim in the Megillah. Uh, in the meantime, though, everyone should have a great day.